Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the lore master. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I've got some great news for you. Eliza. Not yet, Eliza. Oh, damn it, I forgot. It. Come on, she's an old, she's, okay. come on, she's I'm basically. I'm an old mayor. I can't learn new tricks and I kick a lot. You guys, restart. I was going to say an old friend. I was going to say an old yeah. friend. <laughs> that said, Eliza, you ain't what you used to be, so. <laughs> um, Jordan, uh, well, Eliza Skinner, our guest no, on the program, no, a comic, okay. comedy writer, Emmy winner? Is that correct? Yes. yes. Emmy Should winner. I go get it? Do you want me to Emmy get it? award winner. Hold on a second. Get the Emmy. Uh, get yeah, the yeah, Emmy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's on, getting the on. Emmy. She's got. Okay. Eliza's gonna go get her Emmy. Eliza's dog is the only one still on the Zoom. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. The Emmy was right there. Emmy. She has a real Emmy, the gold kind. Yeah, I I keep it next to the TV to remind me that I love TV and TV loves me too. <laughs> Great. God bless you, Eliza Skinner. God bless you. <laughs> Could you make Thank the dog you. snuggle with the Emmy? He doesn't. I think he feels like a sense of competition with the Emmy. Oh yeah. So he's like, who's the real? Who's the real best friend? Sure. <laughs> my my cat always hisses Eliza's at my blockbuster entertainment Emmy. award. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my dog ate my cable ace. <laughs> um. I know what you're wondering, Jordan. Why are you the lore master, Justin? I am wondering that. We're not usually in the business of breaking news, certainly not entertainment news, but I have some really exciting news. As you know, I'm one of the world's uh, somewhat leading Star Wars experts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. As as we've uh, established on this show, you're a medium Star Wars guy and no. um, always managed to get one or two Star Wars facts right when describing a Star Wars thing. Yeah. I mean, I've watched the entire... That's the lightsabers, right? The Star Wars thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. I know everything from lightsabers to the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I've I've watched all the shows. Um, I've seen most of the movies. I haven't watched some of the shows. Uh, but I watched the Mandalorian. I know all about that guy, and I know a lot about Boba Fett, which is great because it's Boba Fett season, guys. Right. Boba Fett's on everyone's mind. Uh, Boba Fett's books is on Disney Plus right now. Um, it's the yeah, classic. It's like, re- it's like reading Rainbow. <laughs> it's <laughs> Boba Fett reads you a story. You don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> I don't know what he talks like because he just stands there. I just took a yeah, stab. He yeah. just kind of stands there. Uh, it's Boba Fett and and his friend, um, and they travel the desert uh, with their pig friends and attack. Uh, their enemies. Right. And Dave Pasquese is there. Improv legend Dave Pasquese, but he has one of those snake heads like they have on Star Wars sometimes with the snakes coming out. It's sort of like snoots or snakes combined. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I no. think I think the thing that you're that you left out is that the uh the pigmen, yeah, they're thick. <laughs> These daddies are very thick. Yeah, the yeah, the apparently the internet is interested in the thickness of the of the pigmen. <laughs> these aren't live like most pigmen. Are no, they are, are they juicy? They're juicy, chonky. 
<laughs> They've got honky tonk, badonka tonk, Eliza. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. A little anyway. cake dump truck. Okay. <laughs> sure, a little dump truck for the rancor, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, yeah, so, cut me off a slice. Yeah. Are rancors millennials? Because they will eat that ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, come on. <laughs> I know that there's a lot of Star Wars fans out right. there and they love it when we break Star Wars news. Uh, which we have done Star many Wars times news? before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're no, not going to no, believe these pigmen's cranks. Who was it? Who was it? <laughs> well, let's just say it rhymes with schnabba the schnut. <laughs> oh my gosh. Was it glob of the glut? <laughs> <laughs> it was glob of the glut, yes. <laughs> G the G, baby. <laughs> um, and uh, I have a little Star Wars news to break. It's an addition to the Star Wars canon. Uh, this is one of the first additions to the Star Wars canon since the movie Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's really Not exciting. Masturbation, they, obviously. Yeah. They dropped a lot of stuff from the Star Wars canon uh, when Disney bought Star Wars or something. Only so much you can keep in a canon. Yeah. So now they're adding, they're adding new stuff. Um, and they're doing it primarily by leaking the stuff to our podcast. So um, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to want to hear this. I talked to John Favreau from the movie Swingers and also George Lucas, uh, the director of Red mm-hmm. Tails. Now, I'm wondering how many cast members of Swingers are now involved in Star Wars. You mentioned John Favreau, but right. is Big Bad Voodoo Daddy involved? <laughs> Yeah, they got those like zippers. Yeah, (laughs) got those. I do. I do think it was Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, Eliza. Okay, fine. I don't mean to swing revival splain to you. (laughs) Jordan lived in Los Feliz at the time, so he really there were a lot of people in the soundtrack. But okay, sure, sure, I'll give that to you. Um, uh, they they transitioned away from swing, and now they play jizz. Mm. Right. That's the type of music from the Star music Wars. From Star, that's real. That's a real thing. Yeah. Um, well, this is real too. This is 100% real because everyone is so excited about Boba Fett. Uh, and they're, we're learning about previously, we did not know that much about Boba Fett's backstory. We knew that <laughs> he was about in. dump trucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything with those pig guys in it is a backstory. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Slice me off a piece. A back I'm sorry it up story. I keep interrupting, Jesse. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. No, this is a bad bit anyway. Um, so <laughs> can't we continue to sexualize these pig men? Is that a better? <laughs> should we just follow that? No, I got this other it thing to like derail you're the about funny. All of my relationships, you know, <laughs> sexualizing pig men. Um, Thank you. Uh, oh, question of heterosexuality. So in one of the Star Wars movies, uh, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedis, um, Boba Fett, of course, gets eaten by the Sarlacc, mm-hmm. uh, which is um, one of this, the sand creatures from the movie Dune. Right. And uh, that uh, was pretty that was much- a, That's actually not right. Is that not it's, correct? No, it's from Beetlejuice. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. Right. So uh, we don't know that much about him. We know he's got this cool outfit. And of course, he was in uh, the movie The Mandalorian. Um, but they're just starting to fill in his his backstory. And according to this uh, group text that I'm on, 
with uh, George Lucas, the director of American Graffiti, and uh, John Favreau, uh, who's friends with Jeremy Piven. Um, and Vince Vaughn. And Vince Vaughn. Uh, they um, they wanted our listeners to know that they Boba have a, Fett- Are you guys on a, a Puffy Guys text chain? <laughs> R.I.P. Gary Shandling. We still he's his number's still there. Uh, yes. We just we let stand him, a puffy legend. You can't bounce. take him off the group text. It's, it's, <laughs> it's too sad. Um anyway, uh the the first really important information that they wanted us to know about Boba Fett is that he went to UMass Amherst. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so, so a lot probably of probably into improv, I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, he he did do some improv, but mostly he was into Greek life. Mm. Um and his his fraternity brothers gave him some nicknames. So uh anyway, long story short, George Lucas and John Favreau texted me a list of his college nicknames uh, oh. that is now canon. So you're gonna like just like read the list? I guess. I don't know. You guys can interrupt <laughs> me with actual jokes if you sure. want. <laughs> No, only facts. We'll only be interrupting yeah. with. Okay. Cold, why don't you, st- why don't you start? We'll, we'll yeah. just see how we feel. Well, you guys probably already know the main one that everybody knows. You could even say it with me. Big it's... boy chonky. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bobby Farts. Bobby. Everybody oh. knows that Boba Fett in college was called Bobby Farts. That was in the Timothy Zahn novels. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, I mean, it is. it is just a. It's just murder when you fart in that armor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it bubbles up and around. It's yeah, really At the very rough. least, some of it's coming out the mask. A that lot was of it's a... just, just bending metal. It's bending metal in there. <laughs> I had a scion that just trapped my farts. Mm-hmm. Did I and... ever tell you guys about the time I farted in my car while I was driving my son Oscar to school and he cried? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's true. No, you haven't. It's <laughs> true. Yeah, some sensory differences. Oh, man, I so, was just in uh, in Denver with my dog, staying with my boyfriend. He has two big huskies. Things to do in Denver just, with your dog. Yeah, we're all in the car. Everybody's having diet changes. It was just, it was just constant. Whose fart was that? <laughs> right. The, the whole time, and these dog farts. Oh boy, they are. They're rich, you know. They're meaty. <laughs> the huskies are not used to drinking craft brews. Huskies are known for their farts, right? Um, huskies <laughs> are known for for talking. They'll be like, "Wow, I farted," you know. So <laughs> yeah. that way, you can tell kind of when it's them, right? But yeah, yeah such a uh, sorry. Anyway, that was there yeah. was no point to that. That was basically a Jesse bit. But I I just wanted to <laughs> tell you about my fart a majestic experience. dog. Bobby farts. Everybody knows about Bobby farts. Then, of course, there was Booby Fat, yep. uh, Boba Shit, mm-hmm. uh, Will Arnett, uh-huh. <laughs> Butler Rhett, mm-hmm. an odd one. That one's pretty complicated. Um, Boba Fetted, uh, Boba Feta, Boba Fettuccini, uh, Tin Man, Tin Can, Poor Iron Man, which is just like mm-hmm. Iron Man is rich, you know? So when he was in college, Boba Fett didn't have a lot of money. He just had that outfit. Yeah. What um what frat was he in? Alpha. He was in Delta Omicron. Oh. 
Wait, were you right. just calling me Alpha when you said that? <laughs> were you responding yeah, saying Alpha, comma, he was in Delta Omicron? Because I'm, I'm Eliza. Eliza. You're, Eliza, you're an Alpha and I'm low T. I suppose that is true in we a all, way, yeah. We're all having, we all have code names. <laughs> you're Alpha, Jesse's low T, and I'm, uh, I don't know, the Cuckmaster. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh King Jack Off. That was yeah. one of them. That's just because he jacked off all the time. Uh, Boba Dipshit. Uh, Horny Bot. That was because uh-huh. he couldn't get laid. <laughs> he looked like a robot. The Puny Bomber. That's because he always carries around those bombs all the time. Right. Captain Dipshit. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, now, was he Boba T and Boba Low T also, or was that another guy? That was, yeah. that was me. <laughs> oh, okay. All yeah. right. And I mean, at any point, you know, when they were kind of riffing off Fett, did they, you know, like do a thing where he was like on an adult dating website and they called him Boba Fett Life? Like, did that come yeah. up at all? They, they didn't have Boba Fett Life at the time, but they okay. uh, uh, they called him Boba Farmers Only for a while. Right. <laughs> just unrelated, just because he was on Farmers Only at the time. Was he a uh, Was that in... I think yeah, you can sure. be on Farmers Only if you just are are into farmers. He's friends with Luke Skywalker. That's true. Is Prominent moisture farmer. I think so. Probably. Like in the same way that like you go to a school with somebody and you're quote unquote friends with them. But... Right, right. Yeah. I think that if they met at a party where both of them didn't know a lot of people like a Star Wars party or whatever. But... You know, it's a Star Wars party and Princess Leia didn't show up and Han Solo didn't show up and Chewbacca didn't show up and the robots didn't show up. And then Luke Skywalker feels a little lonely. It's mostly just the Jizz guys. Then he would go hang out with Boba Fett because they they know each other. They're friends. That's the kind of. Yeah. Captain Dipshit. Clone Bone. Mm -hmm. He's a clone. Uh, Boba Reinhardt, that's because his dad's name is Django. Uh, Dipshit Jr., Mr. Soft Dick, and Rusty. You can kind of see why he became a bounty hunter. Like, people yeah. were really shitty about his a dick. A lot of just, a lot of, and these are supposed to be his friends, you know? These are supposed to be his that's brothers. That's what's wrong with the whole Greek system, especially of that yeah. era. You know, I don't know yeah. what it's like now, but just traditionally, 80s, 90s. It was just so, so much about dick shaming. Yeah. Right. You know, and having in to prove 90s, your dick, dick by being a bad person. Yeah. And then in, seeing how many pig men you could fit into a phone booth. Exactly. So, well, that's the more, that's the more, you know, fun, sort of lighthearted stuff. Right. The, yeah. the 90s in Greek life were all about two things. Number one, proving that you were like mask or whatever, mm-hmm. that you were like tough enough, that you right. were. And then also the conflict in Cyprus. Mm hmm. The two things that the Greek Greek was important in oh, Greek life. Oh, Cyprus! There we go. I'm, I, I, yeah. I was like, uh, did you mean Cyprus Hill? No, um, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> in I the like, '90s in the Greek life, you probably listened to a lot of in Cypress the membrane. Hill. Yeah, or like feeling like you're no, I'm not insane in the membrane, but I am going insane, and I got, yeah. no, brain. I got no brain. Maybe yeah. that was the rift. No, it was just the the rift between uh, Greek Cypriots and Turkish Cypriots. Mm. Uh, well, this is very exciting for all the uh, Star Wars uh, mm-hmm. fans out there, all the mm-hmm. uh, all the all the little Warsies. So, uh, you know, run to your little message boards and and post all about that. Um, I hope you I hope you wrote all that down because you're going to need it. 
Later. Um, this Eliza, I'm glad you're here on the show. Thanks. Um, were you something came up on the show a couple weeks ago that uh that made me think of you? We uh for some reason talking about uh, people being really pretty. Yeah, (laughs) we were listing all the prettiest people we knew. Okay, all right. And we all said your name at the same time. Oh my gosh, this is the best podcast. Then we said Cindy Crawford. Yeah. After me, good. Kathy Ireland. (laughs) These are all the prettiest ladies. Ben Jordan's mom. (laughs) Come on, Jesse. God. (laughs) What? Sharon's super pretty. Okay, yeah, she does look good for her age. Looks good yeah, for but, any age. Yeah, but does she have her own clothing line at Kmart? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no, no it's at Ross. Kathy Ireland does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Jesse's one of Jesse's kids has gotten into Shark Tank, the show Shark Tank. Mm. Mm-hmm. I I had this little period with Shark Tank, you know, kind of like height of COVID stuff. We're not leaving the house for any reason. Um, you guys remember that, right? Um. Mm-hmm. So where I would just like put on a Shark Tank and then play Hades on the Nintendo Switch and just mm-hmm. kind of let that like scrub my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were kind of talking about this kind of like brain scrubbing reality TV and like kind of wondering what the appeal of it is. And I have seen you tweeting a lot over the past <laughs> couple of weeks about the show Ink Master. <laughs> That's the theme song. Wow, 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 wow. Maybe played by Dave Navarro. There's no confirmation. He yeah. is the the host. It would it, be weird if he wasn't, but it would also be weird if he was. Eliza, but, uh, it might have been played by Dave Navarro. It might have been licensed by Dave Navarro from a program music yes. archive. Right. Yes. There are there there is one season where you see him in see someone in silhouette playing like a riff over it over the um the opening credits and i w- was like that's dave navarro and my boyfriend was like it's it's not and then in the season finale of that season he's in the hat as if to say boom it was me the whole time oh the hat from the silhouette yes okay yes. but do you think it might have been dave navarro's body double well, I mean, how could they book that guy? He must be yeah. so busy. <laughs> <laughs> With all the nude scenes Dave Navarro has yeah. to shoot. <laughs> no, there's no way he could have a body double doing nude scenes. They would, it would, there would be so much CGI work with the constantly evolving tattoos. Or that body double would have to be like a single white female style obsessive who gets all the same tattoos. Um, yeah, so I have been watching a lot of Ink Master. It has taken over my life. Here's how it happened. I started at home. It, it showed up on uh, Netflix. And I was like, okay. Sure, Netflix, give me a show that you're starting in season three of 13 and only give me two seasons of it. Why not? The world is crazy now. And I started watching it and I was like, this is trash, but I keep wanting to watch it again. But I was feeling bad about myself. You know, like, don't watch it, Eliza. It's bad. It makes you angry. It's you're revisiting (laughs) like the some of the heights of misogyny in a very misogynistic community um, oh, so so this show so the premise of this show is to see who can give the best tattoo right yes so it's a bunch of tattoo especially at the beginning a bunch of tattoo guys 
her all like, I'm big and I don't mind my dad didn't hug me. You know, like that <laughs> vibe, big time. And then like a couple of girls who are like, I'm comfortable in this outfit. No, seriously, I am. And that's sad also. But then like when the girls are really good, these are the first few seasons when the girls are really good at the tattoos. Also, I'm saying girls because they only say girls on the show. No one has ever said woman on the show ever, um, which is bizarre. So when the girls do a good job at the tattoos, the guys are like, and then um, what's really weird is the dynamic between the men and the women. The men will be like, Hey, you're a big turd to another man. That man will be like, Oh yeah, well you're an even bigger turd. And then a woman will be like, are you guys talking about people being turds? And then they'll both cry and punch walls. Like the second <laughs> wow. that a woman gets into the, the like shit talking that they're doing, the, the men lose their minds. So that's the first few seasons. And I was like, I can't keep watching this. This is bad for me. I'm a bad person. And then I went to Denver to stay with my boyfriend for the holidays and told him about it. And he started watching it. And he was like, this is bad. You shouldn't be watching this. Let's watch another episode. And then <laughs> we were watching a lot of it. And then we started getting um, uh, fake tattoos to put on to watch the show. And um, then we started showing it to his 12-year-old daughter. And then we're all like planning out our Halloween costume, what we're, which, what sketches we can do based on Ink Master. Like, what, wait, what, what Ink Master were you going to be for Halloween? Oh, I'm going to be Oliver Peck, who is off the show now because blackface and not like, not like a lighthearted, like, you know, some people are like, oh, I fucked up. I was 12 years old and I was really into the Jackson 5 and I, I dressed up for Halloween. That's not the kind of blackface this oh, dude dear. did. He okay. did okay. like if you're interested, you can Google it. It was bad. Yeah. Um. So he is. Was it the like show. a the full Jolson? It. Oh, I can't. I mean, do you want? No. Yeah, we uh, can. We can. Yes, people bad. can. Yeah. <laughs> he made. I'll tell you. I believe you. Own, I believe you that it's bad. He made up his own superhero. I'll tell you that. And it, well, okay. uh, the name of the superhero involved a slur. So. Whoa. Um, that's where wow. so he's not on the show anymore so this wasn't even a music thing this wasn't like he was touring our nation's no. music halls with opening for babe ruth no, or whatever. No. yeah no it wasn't like he ha had to um but he so I he has a big crazy mustache and long hair and he always has a toothpick in his mouth like this and he's always like well i'll tell y'all it's a good tattoo but that's not the kind of tattoo that someone's gonna want to wear for the rest of their life and so like you just get up like you're right. obsessively talking about everything this way like you know it's, it, we would he would uh, andrew would like make breakfast and be like here's pancakes and i'll be like well i'm looking at the edges on these pancakes and you're not pulling a clean line on any of them and <laughs> we're just like driving each other completely insane <laughs> Um, but also, uh, just loving it. And, uh, I'm teaching his daughter about feminism through, I mean, she knows pretty well. Um, but I'm like giving her tips based on us watching it. And she's like, how come they're so mean to tattoo baby? And I'm like, let's talk about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about why they're so mean to tattoo baby. No, kids, kids these days know a lot about feminism. They like, they, they have TikTok, which teaches them about feminism and whether or not you have ADHD. Yeah. Yes. And or and or autism. TikTok Sorry. tells me I have autism constantly, and I'm Eliza, like, I didn't ask TikTok, but you're can right. I, can I check in about something, Eliza? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, you mentioned tattoo baby. Yes. 
Uh, this I just wanted to check in about Tattoo Baby. Yeah, Tattoo Baby let's, was let's a contestant who was on Baby. for two seasons. She wow. was on one season and she did the first little... season Tattoo Baby, second season Tattoo Toddler. <laughs> you know, I yeah, she was not she was not yet a toddler, hmm. but no longer a baby. I think we can agree that they grow up so fast. Terrible tattoos? Is that something? Terrible <laughs> tattoos? No, hers were pretty Thank you, good. Jordan. Oh, I they, guess I'm saying the terrible twos, yes. the terrible. Okay, I don't. Yeah, know. but yeah, I so. felt like I had to stand up for. No, no, no. I mm-hmm. I understand. I was yeah. just brainstorming here. But. Um. Yeah. No, I feel like I've 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 blasted into the madness of my Ink Master mind. Um. But it is really like, it's it is it's really interesting, as I said, to see the the evolution of how women are treated in media and also, uh, specifically a very male dominated like traditionally masculine line of work and culture. Over by watching ten seasons that kind of spanned uh, 2012 to like 2010 or 2019, I think was about what I watched. It was mm-hmm. like 11 to 19, maybe something. And just see, it, it was rough in the beginning, and it, it gets better. But then there's still things that are like sort of stalwarts that they can't. There was an interest. There were really interesting thing um, in one of the finales that I watched recently where a team for the finales, they always do like huge back pieces on what they call human canvases, which is a very creepy term. Yeah. 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 They're like, bring in the human canvases. And it's like some grandma who's like, I want a portrait of my dead grandchild. And they're like, okay, canvas. Stretch Um, her out. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Bring in the meat art. (laughs) Yeah. For the finale, they'll have them do like big, um, big pieces on their backs usually and one team did a huge woman's face well i mean it wasn't a huge one it, they just did a huge woman's face all over the back like one, de- woman's one of those wnba ladies right. since like six <laughs> yeah. eight that vampire um, from resident evil 8 that everybody wanted to step on them um yes you like guys remember that. this vampire right uh, anyway but yeah, sure. it, was just, it was just a lady it was just a lady's face she was pretty and oliver peck the uh, former judge um was like it's just Oh, let me get my toothpick. It's just yeah. scary. It's just so scary looking at. I mean, come on. She's scary. And the rest of them were like, buddy, why is she scary? And he's like, I don't know. It's like, you just think you don't like ladies. You don't like ladies. Is it because Kat Von D cheated on you? Is that why? Because that <laughs> happened. And he talks about it a lot in interviews. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, you, you hit on a, a favorite topic here, and I'm really are, making no sense. I Eliza, like are you. You say in interviews, are you like reading Ink Master's blogs? Are or... you not? <laughs> okay. Are you clicking on hashtag Ink Masters on social media? Yeah. When I have to learn things, that's what I got to do. So do they, do the people, do the human canvases <laughs> come in with a mandate <laughs> or is it like a cooking show? Where they give them, they're like, we want mom in there and we want a dog picture in there. That's your challenge. And, and then bring in the human canvases. <laughs> See, that's that's what's interesting about it is that it's all of that. Like within one challenge, like they'll have a challenge and it's like kitty cats. That probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be one, but I would suggest it. Right. So there, there are challenges. You guys are going to be tattooing kitty cats. Here are your human human canvases. And you would have one person who's like, I want it to be my dead cat. Her name was Angela. She loved rubber bands and butterflies. It's got to have all that and the number 17. And then the next person will be like, I like cats. Kind of fat ones. 
And then the next person after that will be like, I want something historically related to cats, but also new school, but sci-fi and traditional. Mm -hmm. And like, that's all the same competition. Beautiful. So it's wild. So are you out of, are you out of Ink Masters and are you watching, are you like, have you moved on to watching like new Ink Masters? Okay. We watched one spinoff show. Because it was the like three women from one series that had got that had done very well. They had like a spinoff show where they could like travel around the country and sort of Bobby Flay style challenge people to it, like local tattoo artists to see if they could beat them. And if they didn't beat them, then they would get to be on Ink Masters. And it was really nice, which was nice because they yeah. were like, "We want you to do a good job," instead of being like, "Your lines suck." Um, but. I, I was like, I, I can't, I, it was like when you're playing D and D and you're like, we have to go and do this. We've been working for like weeks to get this thing done, to get this mission done. And then they're like, Oh, there's a little there here. Oh, there's a riddle that leads to a dragon. Do you want to go solve the riddle for the dragon? And you're like, Oh fuck man, I do. But like, I have to finish my main quest. I can't, I can't devote all this time to this the the Ink Masters Angels. There's still a series of Ink Masters to finish. Eliza, so. I sorry, I that analogy doesn't mean anything to me. I I oh, really only think about in... cool stuff like Timothy Zahn novels. Okay, right. should I I was going to see if I could put it in Mandalorian um words. It's like if you if you have to like save the child but then also there's um uh, Amy Sedaris. Oh, we don't call him yes, Eliza. Now I get it. Now okay. I get Eliza, it. Eliza, sorry. We don't call him the child anymore. We know his real name. He's We call him Baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse, they revealed his real name. It's Gogurt. <laughs> okay, thank you, Jordan. Thank you very much. I thought it was Grogurt because he's getting bigger. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. It's, <laughs> he's a Grogurt, not a Showgurt. <laughs> it was wild when they... <laughs> <laughs> Put the chia seeds on his head. I didn't expect that, yeah, but I liked the hair that grew. You know, fun fact: I used to my uh, I used to eat the chia a lot when I was a kid. My the the chia seeds that would grow. I uh -huh. I don't know how I found out you could eat them, but I would eat them. And uh, off like the chia off pet. the pet, you would off eat the them. Pet. You would I take would eat the, them. Off I would eat the, them okay. off the pet, and I got the so into it. Sprouts or the or well, the started. It started sprouts, and mm -hmm. then it became. My mom would just like put a new layer of wet seeds on there, walk away, and I'd be like, no one's looking, yoink, wow. and eat them. And <laughs> yeah. I kind of forgot about it until years later when I was like in college and I was home and my mom and I were watching TV and a commercial for a Chia Pet came on and my mom was like, you know, those things are terrible. They We had one and it never worked. It never <laughs> grew anything. <laughs> And I was like, oh, it did. I ate it. Uh, <laughs> she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I ate. I just ate it every time. Eliza, when no one was looking, I would eat uh, dog food from out of the container of dog food. And it wasn't until years later at a party uh, that my mom said um, the same thing that your mom said about Chia Pets said about dogs. <laughs> but dogs growing? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, dogs always die in a couple days, and then <laughs> the, the vet says it's get, starvation. But dogs always get skinnier and skinnier. I know people from work. the East Coast talk about like apple picking, like oh, you know, like fresh off the tree. It doesn't get. I mean, you can't get any better than 
a chia right off the pet. Ooh, it's so <laughs> fresh. I mm. mean, I really like what was up with me. I had no standards. Well, that that persisted in many areas of my life. But yeah. like I, I it wasn't it didn't taste good when it was just wet seeds. But I still was like, I can eat it and therefore I will eat it. Right. Eliza, what else were you eating? Everything. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I would eat pats of butter off the table. Sometimes I would take a pat. My mom would like take a a, a stick of butter and slice it up, you know, and stick that out. So right. you had little pats. Already sliced. Already sliced. Sometimes if it was breakfast, especially, there'd be a dish of sugar out there. Also, you know, it's a fun treat. You take a pat of butter, boink, right in the in the sugar. What do you have? Fudge, basically. Yeah, I had a, I had a, that. I had a period when I was a kid where I would I would take a like a takeout ketchup packet and put it in my mouth and just make a little a tiny hole with like my incisor mm-hmm. and then I would put the packet over on my cheek and just gradually suck out ketchup throughout the day a wait slow like drip. a ketchup loving hamster yeah kinda so if wow. I was ever trapped or needed to hibernate I could always have a steady stream of ketchup I don't know if uh-huh. I could do that. I want to try it now, though. Doesn't control. seem like it would be good for your teeth. Yeah, I think it's, you know, I think, right. It's like, I mean, ingesting just pure ketchup, one, but also like kind of biting through, you know, whatever that Yeah, but the slow material drip of is. it. At a certain point, though, it must be like half half spit, half ketchup, and you're just sort of like recycling. Yeah, you're it's like a slurry. It's a, it's, a, it's a spit ketchup slurry. Yeah, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like tomato soup. That you make in your cheek. I also went through a weird phase of um, coming home. I might have told you guys about this before. Coming home after school and make baking a full pie from scratch. Um, and like I did a few. I, I remember I did it for a while, like a few days a week for a few weeks. And finally, my parents were like, "What's up, buddy? We got to talk about these pies. What's going on?" <laughs> it has to be serious. It really has to be a serious situation. For you to talk someone out of baking pie for you. Right. Yeah. Like someone is making pies and you want to stop the flow of pies. That's when you know it has reached crisis levels. Well, yeah. I think I was just like not having, like not interacting with other people or asking other people to interact with the pies. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. like, right. hey, family, here's pie. I was like, pie is made. Goodbye. And like, well, well I mean, I think you away. also have a problem where if you leave them to cool on the windowsill, it can attract hobos. That's yeah. true. They, and we had, they were mostly like cartoony ones. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the smell yeah. of the pie would, would, yeah. would lift them off the ground. And yeah, they had, like, they had a lot of patches on their pants that were just attached with cross hatching. Right. Yeah. I don't even know how that worked. Classic they cartoon were nice. hobo. They were fun. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. the rails. This is the uh, first episode we're taping in the new year. Um, so we have a little business to take care of. Um, yeah. And I think people have been yelling that at the podcast, you know, for the past, I don't know, however many minutes we've been taping. Did you yeah, guys to, take a bet on not surviving or? We, we did. <laughs> this is, is the yeah, we're kind of doing a no, not November thing. So <laughs> <laughs> we're here to cash in. <laughs> to the extent anyone cares about our show, this is what they care about. Right. <laughs> They're looking into a new year and they need direction. Right. 
and that's what we've provided. Every year for the last 42 years since we started doing this program, it was, a, it was originally called The Tonight Show with Jack Parr. Right. We would open wow. for Babe Ruth. <laughs> I've heard about <laughs> yeah, and the show. Buster Keaton's, yeah. Buster Keaton's circus parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, Commedia dell'arte troupe. So was, wait, I'm thinking of The Muppet Show. Never mind. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're all just storytellers, just cavemen right. gathered mm-hmm. around a fire, sharing stories. Last year's slogan on Jordan Jesse Go was uh, get dressed every day. Uh, that was the contribution of our friend Allison Becker, uh, a great genius. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I think I did it. I think that every single day I awoke, donned garb, and then dayed. You know, I would say that, but I found out later that one of my nuts was out. <laughs> The whole time. Oh, no. The oh, whole man. fucking no. year, I had a nut out. Oh, gee, One nut is. January through November. Yeah. Gee was Who finally told you, Nana, at Christmas? <laughs> no, somebody, <laughs> an anonymous email address sent a lot of photos to my email. Oh. That's flattering. Yeah. Did you, um, was it out in your the picture you posted on FetLife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the only Star Wars character I could get a date with is the Rancor. Wait, is, that the, is that the insurance company that that's that Peanuts does commercials for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could be a fun little mix-up, huh? Snoopy Good grief! Gets into BDSM and then does that little Snoopy dance. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it. Charlie's, Charlie Brown's relationship with Lucy, where he would always go to kick the football and she would always move it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. they, they yeah. were working something That's out BDSM. there, right? There's, yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. That's called football dom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Linus's whole carrying around a blanket thing. You get the feeling he's a little too old to be doing that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Lucy would make people pay her to insult them. And of course, Dirtbag doesn't wash. <laughs> it's, it's, did you call him Dirtbag? Yeah, Dirtbag from Peanuts, the guy that doesn't wash. Uh, he's Pigpen. He's a child. He's a, he's Pigpen until he's eighteen, and then he's Dirtbag. Right. Okay. Well, I look. I say his name. And then he gets really bag. into collecting uh, anime figurines and <laughs> shit posting. Take care <laughs> of me, Dirtbag. A lot of swords. Yeah, a lot of swords gets a ferret. <laughs> Take uh, your quarter, Eliza. Take your quarter to 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 Lori's psychiatrist booth and take it up with her. Okay. Uh, it's it's Lucy. Yeah. Lori from uh Peanuts okay? with her quarter psychiatry booth. Yeah. Mm, okay. What uh, are we talking about? Eliza, oh, it sounds I... like just like Charlie Brown, you've got a case of the Mondays. Hey. Uh <laughs> wrong. Wrong. Well, That's Bill the Cat. So um, every I, year as a child. Yeah. No, not as a child. This past year I did not get dressed. I did. I did very well in 2020 getting dressed because I was putting it on the internet. I would do mm-hmm. my dog walk fit pics, mm. which was mm-hmm. a picture of the fit for me to walk my dog mm-hmm. to. And I, I knew people were looking at them and it became a thing where people were like, ah, where is it? Um, yeah. And so it made me have to get dressed every day. 
2021, I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the pics. And y'all, I was in pajamas a lot. Wow. I was in pajamas. Okay. That's stressed. So I got. I think there's something to that. Yeah, mm. I, I got in. I got a little bit inspired. The most inspirational figure in my family is my four-year-old Frankie, uh, Curtis Francis. Frankie is always um, for well. For one thing, Frankie has a significant speech delay, so every every word out of her mouth is uh, comical. Uh, Frankie also makes a lot of assertions. Just a lot of bold assertions. And also Frankie's top thing is hating me. That's number one. Number one, just hates me, talks about how I stink, uh, headbutts me in the dick. <laughs> just <laughs> once like in a while. you guys are a fun comedy team. She's fun, yeah. She yeah. seems like, take her to a party. Take it on the so, road. <laughs> I, was, I was reading in Frankie and Oscar's room. I was reading a story. And I had my back to Frankie's bed and I could hear rustling. And I was like, I think Frankie is climbing out of bed and sneaking away. But then the rustling kind of got stuck and frustrated. And I turned around and Frankie was kind of between the bed and the wall. Uh, there's maybe a 12 inches of room there and seemed like... I could tell that there was a sneak move going on, but it had stalled out. So I turned around and said to her, what are you doing? And Frankie said, this is just, I just, I wrote it down directly. This is not interpretive. Frankie said, I'm tying to a cape, but there's too many tuft animals and I'm tuck. I love tuft animals and I have so many. Welcome to my life. Very nice. Very so nice. my initial thought is that my slogan for 2022 might be, welcome to my life. <laughs> welcome to all our ifs. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're here dealing with this shit. You know what I mean? Welcome to my life. I got so many fucking stuffed animals, I can't even escape. <laughs> well, I mean, I also, I think there's something larger to that. Mm. In that, like, I was thinking today about... Um, like I was looking at a picture of a friend that I had been like when all this, when the pandemic stuff started, pandemic stuff started in uh, 2020 that we were like, oh, we can't see each other. We'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. And for at least 2020, it felt like we were all operating under a vibe of like, uh, we got to get back to it. We'll get back to something we were doing before. And then 2021 and, and we're, it's like starting to degrade away. And now it's like, this is it. This is this yeah. is my life. Like yeah. right now, I'm <laughs> not gonna get life. back to my life. Yeah, it's here. Welcome to it. It's not gonna like. Right. We're not going back to some other thing. We might go forward to some other thing, mm -hmm. but we're not taking a break from our lives. This yeah. is our life. Mm -hmm. Jesse, what's an ex when would you say? Now is it this is my life or welcome welcome to my life? Uh, I forgot. Brian, were you paying attention? You wrote it down. Yeah, but then I then I got distracted. I looked at the trending topics. I had tweeted it. And that's how I knew what I had wrote down. Uh, it was welcome to my ife. Welcome to my ife. Yeah. Um, should we just go off the trending topics and make our um slogan something about BTS? Yeah. <laughs>
Please. Uh, my slogan for 2022 is COVID-19 news and updates for California. How has nobody made, or has somebody made a BTS with BTS? Oh. Seems like someone should. If they Sweet. have not, huge missed opportunity. Yeah. Is there a BTS DVD that you could put a BTS on as a special feature? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There has to be. I'd love that. Um, I have one other possibility yes. I'm just going to throw out there, which is I had this idea that in 2021, the best I could do was kind of stasis. Like I managed to not let things get worse, but I don't think I did anything per se. Um, it was just busy bailing out the boat. Uh, that's a good one. No, so, you, 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 it's true. you farted so intensely. Out the boat. You farted so intensely, a child cried. <laughs> That's an accomplishment. <laughs> I think that was in. I think that was in 2020. Okay, um, the before times, as I call them. <laughs> You're fun. <laughs> was You're fun. Time, that was the time before I farted in a car and made a child cry. <laughs> you mean uh, before the dumpster fire? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about when the Cheeto was president, Ooh. guys. <laughs> um. So anyway, I. The idea I had was that anything in in 2022 is a win. And my goal is to do a thing. And so my thought is that a slogan could be, mark that a W. Because literally anything, I think, in 2022 counts as a win. You go to the sure. store. Win. Mark that a W. Uh, brush your hair. Mark that a W. Soup. I mean, for fuck's sake, mark that a W. You know what I mean? Uh, this is the. This was my only thought. Was the kind of like when I was like taking stock. Speaking of soup, <laughs> thanks, Jordan. <laughs> Did you take my fucking stock? Huh? <laughs> Sorry, stonk. <laughs> Who cares? Diamond right? hands in that soup. Diamond hands to the moon. Um, when I was taking stock, I'm like, well, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Um, there's a lot we don't have control over. Um, there could be some wins. There could be some disappointments. Um, you know, there's bound to be some of both. Um. But, you know, kind of in those times when things are kind of disappointing, there is still, you know, you can still kind of take refuge in these in these small things and these kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, little pleasures. And that's kind of been helping me a lot lately of like, oh, there's just these, you know, small things every day you can do that 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 feel good. And you can kind of like mm-hmm. take a little break with it's, you know, mm-hmm. like it's food you like, it's a pet you like, um, you know, Your loved ones, etc. Yeah. Um and to kind of like encourage to encourage myself to like you know when when the opportunity arises to kind of like enjoy that stuff take it. So I feel like 2022 I want my vibe to be hmm don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a little bit of an yeah. apology if you do fart in a car. Like yeah. hey, don't don't mind. Don't if mind I do. if it's I not do. Personal. Don't no. mind if I do. Fart. 
Jesse, what's an instance where you would say welcome to my IFE? Like what's like let's talk about practical use. Yeah. Um I think it's it's useful uh whenever anything happens. <laughs> so I would say like let's say you go to the grocery store and you're buying one of those juggy type vodkas. This sort of a juggy. Yeah, you know like what I mean? Popov, yeah. Yeah. And then you're buying uh two of those bunny rabbit mac and cheeses. Right. And um four apples. And you got those on the cart, and uh the checker kind of gives you gives you one of these, you know, single eyebrow. Mm-hmm. What are you what are you up to? You know, with these things. You just go, Welcome to my I've but then also, let's say you're in front of a judge, and the judge right. is Are saying- Are you still at the grocery store, or is it someplace else? Yeah. Judge Reinhold is there at the grocery okay. store. <laughs> he works there, um, despite the fact oh, that he's good sad. in everything. So still good in everything, Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you're before the judge, you're in the courtroom, and the, the judge says, you've been found guilty- of two counts of breaking and entering, grand larceny, and, uh, you know, illegal, you know, peeing in someone else's toilet. and That's the worst. And then they're like, do you have anything? Well, that's how you get caught. They can they trace your urine. Yeah, so, but how can they tell if it's illegal peeing in someone else's toilet or legal peeing in someone else's toilet? I've never understood that. It's, it's vampire rules. The, Were you invited yeah. in? Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So it's and it's the not just sort of Eliza, toilet owners. Yeah. It's not just is the toilet inviting? No. It's, is the toilet inviting? Obviously, the toilet's inviting when you got to pee. Yeah, <laughs> I get like that. I, I understand vampire rules. If it was just that okay. it was inviting, I would be dead <laughs> or a okay. vampire. Got I've it. got a great place. It's so yeah, cute. You turn in, you turn into dust. <laughs> so. You're before the judge. The judge lists all the things that says, do you have anything to say to your, for yourself, Jordan? Jordan, you would then say, welcome to my life. Yeah, exactly. Can I pitch one? Please, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. So I'm listening to what you guys are saying and thinking about <laughs> my own experiences. Mm-hmm. And like I said, with my um, wearing clothes thing, it didn't like register unless I was communicating it with somebody else, you know? And I feel like with welcome to my IFE, you're like trying to invite people in. You're like, I I, I want you into my IFE. Um, and I'm sorry, Jordan, remind me again. What was yours? Mm, don't mind if I do. Oh, right. Yeah. Don't mind if I do. So again, you're communicating things. I, I, I feel like for me, um, it's uh, tell me about it. Or no, it's tell, tell, tell a friend about it. Tell a friend about it. Because like, right. whatever you're doing, let's get off get off the internet, first of all. Get off the Twitter. Get off the like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Does anybody care? You know who cares? Your friend. Right. Tell mm. your friend about it. You want to talk to somebody about how your day was? Tell your fucking friend about it. Can Don't. I tell you, in the before times, I would call Jordan to talk about the Cheeto guy. Right. And, sure. I, and the hellscape dumpster fire. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, America. Thank you. I feel yeah. like that's a, that's a lot, but also like you check yourself when you're like going down a crazy rabbit hole in a way that you right. wouldn't maybe on the internet when you're talking to strangers about the Cheeto guy, right? Right. Um, or Jordan, Trump, so many times, people. 
so many times Eliza Jordan has helped check me. Mm -hmm. um, if it weren't for Jordan, I would have wrecked me long ago. Right. I, I feel like we all feel that way. So I would yeah. just throw in there, tell a friend. Tell a friend. It's not cute. No, it's like a it. reverse who wants to be a millionaire. Call a friend. Because yeah. you're telling the friend what the answer to the question is probably. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know, Regis Philbin got his start hosting The Tonight Show with Jack Parr. Is that's, that true? A lot of people don't probably know that. Not. Yeah. I don't think that's... But that's another... Steve Allen. Sorry, Steve Allen. <laughs> just another Star Wars scoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was Vince Vaughn, but... I yeah. Know. Right. Could be. <laughs> he, he, no one wrote the monologue. Vince Vaughn just riffed, man. No. <laughs> Vince just riffed. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the true story of Swingers. Yep. Right. There was no script. It was just Vince Vaughn riffing. They're just like, yep. we're going to turn the camera on Vinny. Big bad mm -hmm. voodoo daddy's going to mm -hmm. strike up yeah, one of their signature when, hits. When Heather Graham got to set, she was like, what do I do? And Vince Vaughn was like, go with it. And she was like, <laughs> got it. React that's, to me. Mm -hmm, that's Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Can I tell you? Can I tell you guys something that uh, thinking about swingers makes me think of? I was on an auction website where they were having an estate auction for Don Rickles, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yes, obviously I want to buy Don Rickles neckties. Of course I do, but that's not the point. The point is that there was an autographed photo to Don Rickles from Frank Sinatra, which number one, it's weird because they were friends. Uh, I why wouldn't, is that weird? I, I would, give people autographed photographs of me all the time. Jordan does one. I just, yeah. It's true. I have it I have it hanging above my kitchen. It says, I love your pasta. I do. And it's good advice. So Eliza, that's how you make a good pot. Why did you send me one about my dry cleaning? I'm not even... Oh, that was a mix-up. Um, that was a mix-up. Eliza says, you're not my friend. No, no, no. It just means that my dry cleaner has a picture of me that says, love being on the pod, pal. <laughs> so um, the picture from Frank Sinatra to Don, it's the two of them on a roast or to the night show or something like that. And Frank Sinatra wrote on it, Smile, dummy, you're on TV with a big star. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, was Frank Sinatra funny? Like, is Frank Sinatra good? I think he was I think he was funny in that bully way, though. Like yeah, exactly right. like that. Well, like if you're an underdog like Frank Sinatra, <laughs> you can say that kind of stuff. Never, if you're born ugly like and punching down <laughs> yeah. when it was a, a mobbed up millionaire. <laughs> Who <laughs> is yeah. the greatest singer of the 20th century? You know, there's so many celebrities that like I kind of feel like we're just like lucky they didn't start a cult. Yeah. They really could have. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Frank Sinatra did start a cult. It's the movie Swingers. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, don't mind if I do. Tell a friend. Welcome to my IFE. And mark that a win. What do you think, Jordan? I mean, um, oh, I got one. Oh, yeah, what? Oh, good. Okay, I have been watching a lot of Ink Masters. <laughs> and if there was yes. an Ink Masters drinking game, uh -huh. you would end up like dead if the drinking game was take a drink every time somebody says balls to the wall. So 
I'm thinking, mm. you know, we've been trying to measure ourselves. We've been trying to like be like healthy, get out of the doldrums, whatever. Don't you're not going for the middle balls to the wall, mm-hmm. balls to the wall this year. You're you're doing an old school tad of an eagle flying down and stealing a baby <laughs> on a human canvas, whether they like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah. even know they're on Ink Master. You're and surprising you them on eagle. the street. As I've Is said many way? times, you know if you've gone balls to the wall because if you have, there are balls on the wall afterwards. If there's no balls <laughs> yeah. to the wall, you haven't gone balls to the wall. Eliza, so. can I ask you a serious question here? I don't know, but <laughs> would you, based on your knowledge of Ink Masters, uh-huh. would you say that the classic old school tattoo? Is an eagle flying down and stealing a baby? <laughs> baby? Like, is that what was on a guy in the Merchant Marine in to 1928? Be, no. Well, I mean, to be fair, the baby stealing probably makes it neo-traditional. Right. Thank um, you. But right. to the rest of it, yeah, very American traditional. Mm-hmm. Kat yeah. Von D has one of those. Oh, my gosh. She has so many of them. For her and burlesque just, like, tons show. Of, tons of tattoos of children she's never even met. That's a weird thing about Kat Von D, but it's true. She really? gets she yeah she tattoos herself with portraits of faces of people she's never seen and is like um let's see if I meet them someday let's see if I meet somebody who matches this picture of somebody just made up that's wild Cat uh, yeah. Von D is probably best known for being on the website of every flea market in Southern California every oh, is that flea true? market in Southern California has a picture of Cat Von D shopping I, at that flea market oh I know her mostly from banner ads on Sephora but yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. so either way <laughs> yeah either it's, way. it's just because like like. They need they need a celebrity visitor to put on the website. Yeah, and uh, I think like Miranda July only goes to the the Pickwick Vintage Show. Uh, I feel like Miranda July only wants things that like people have written in and died. Mm, wow, love it, love it. Buying an annotated copy of Shakespeare's sonnets. Yeah, yeah, or like an like somebody's old address book. She God. only wants it if it has the potential to be haunted. Can you yeah. imagine what it would be like to be that talented? Eliza, you're talented. I'm mm-hmm. taking you out of the conversation. Jordan, <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, I'm at least be? as talented as Miranda July. <laughs> like, Miranda July. You've read my book a, of short fiction, right? <laughs> she's a, imagine you're, a, she's a real artist. She wrote an acclaimed book of fiction and she invented poop back and forth forever. Yeah. From the movie You, Me, and Everyone We Know. That's the triple crown of talent. I feel like it's confidence. Oh, God. It's confidence in your ideas, you know? Mm. I I was sitting in the uh, the uh, American, the 20th century American art wing of LACMA one day, mm-hmm. um, looking mm-hmm. around at my uh, Rauschenbergs and Johns like I do, mm-hmm. um, and was like, wow, I love it. And then got really sad because I was like, oh, my God, look how many chances all of these, no offense, guys, straight white men had to have all these chances that they had to just like fuck up and make mistakes and then still get to keep making art. Like mm-hmm. straight white men had through the centuries, so many chances to be like, oops, that doesn't look like a duck. I'll just make a different one. And, uh-huh. <laughs> like, and like women and mistake. <laughs> women and people of, uh, of other cultures and, and races, mm-hmm. like just not the dominant culture of wherever this art was being produced. You had to get it absolutely exactly right or else right. people shamed you out of it and also took your resources away. So being within that world and not allowing yourself to be shamed out of doing what you think is artistic, that's pretty magic. That's yeah, pretty I mean, great. there's there's no doubt that Miranda July, I would say, flipped the script 
on the hegemony, the misogynistic hegemony of uh, the dominant artistic culture when she made her famous duck pics. <laughs> but, or her story about teaching um, old people to swim on the ground. Um, Fucking Miranda July rules. <laughs> so awesome. It's really great. Yeah, but, but I, I, I stand by it. I think like yeah. just being like, this idea is good. I'm going to go ahead and do it. And then halfway through being like, is this idea good? It is. It is still good. Like that's hard to do. Yeah. And- Eliza, I've never done an idea before. <laughs> Jordan and I are doing our college radio show right now. <laughs> that contains no ideas. <laughs> There's nothing. The Maybe- closest thing I've ever gotten to art was that list <laughs> college nicknames for Boba Fett, most of which were just things I looked up on a rhyming dictionary. Uh, I know them well. Um, I, I maybe that's that's a slogan. Like, do an idea for you. <laughs> do an idea for you, Eliza. You know a rhyming. You know your way around a rhyming oh, dictionary yeah. because you've wrote you've wrote many a rap. I've uh, I've, I've wrote a rap. Yeah. Big Daddy, I think it was Big Daddy Kane. I may be misattributing this, but I think it was Big Daddy Kane. Someone asked him if he ever used a rhyming dictionary using his raps. And he said, Would you dig a hole without a shovel? I was like, Hell yeah. Way to go, Big Daddy Kane. Way to be two years older than Jay Z, by the way. (laughs) Big Daddy Kane. (laughs) Yeah. And Rakim is one year older than Jay Z. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Rap facts. You can't, uh, you can't trust them blindly. Yeah. But That's they true. are very handy. Um, and Are you got... talking about 50-something rappers yeah. or rhyming dictionaries? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they will help you install a new sync mm-hmm. if you need right. to. Um, right. Or rhyme the word sync if you need to. Mm-hmm. Drink, think, s- blink. I almost dr- said sync, but I was thinking of it in a different ways, like as the object or the, sure, yeah, m- the verb motion. Anyway, yeah. um, um I like welcome to my life. I think we can use that. I think we can uh, we can all say that when something happens. And yeah. uh, I'd love to have some callers call in and just try it out. Sure, yeah. Put it on for size. Welcome to my life. Yeah, we can. We can. Yeah, we can. I mean, we can. You know, make these like you know some tentative slogans that people want to call and kind of use them in conversation or kind of use them with their momentous occasions. And we can just kind of like. I worry see. though that this this whole. This, this whole process is going to point you in a completely different direction because you're asking people to call in, give uh, welcome to my IFE examples. People are going to walk around, have an experience, be like, should I call in? <gasps> Don't mind if I do. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. But I mean, I think yeah. that'll kind of, that'll like, I think we'll see which one is more which one is more organic? You you're know, never which one is get, more useful? I'm just saying you're not going to get any welcome to my ice calls without a little don't mind if I do. That's true. Mm. Well, welcome to my ice. to the wall, don't right, mind guys? If I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just add a little question mark on the end there. Yeah, maybe it's, it, you need a, um, one of those, what are those charge coins? Those, those like coins that you give people just They're to be called like, doge coins. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, you need a doge coin that one side says, welcome to my life. And the other side says, don't mind if I do. And they both are, one side is a Shiba Inu, Inu winking and the other side is butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Shiba Inu's famous buttholes. Mm. Um, 
they no, yeah, I, no, I, you know, I think we do need to pick one because yeah. I think, um, you know, I think people will. There's, I think this anchors people. You know, it anchors yeah. them in a year. This is the like Dan an, Rather of our generation. Like an American traditional. Like an American tattoo. traditional tattoo. Balls to the wall. Balls Anchor. to the wall. Dan Rather, by the way, got his start hosting the Tonight Show with. Yes. I don't know. Um, oh boy! Welcome to my life. welcome to my life. See, it's <laughs> I, I I like it. I'm into it. Okay. I think we should. I Great. think we should run with it. Oh, I have Great. one more to pitch. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. That's Thanks. too many board games. You don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good backup slogan. I think Thank both you. of these are the slogans. So <laughs> the, the, it's pretty specific here. Wow. Okay. So Eliza's, Eliza's holding up many board games. <laughs> Eliza's boyfriend is a board game dork. Um, hey, I am too. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Eliza. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that'll be useful for a lot of our listeners, Um, but that's more like a practical life advice than inspirational slogan. Um, So I think we can apply both of those. Um, And I think, you know what Miranda July would do? Hmm. She'd write- She'd go for it, balls to the wall. Yeah, balls (laughs) to the wall. She'd write welcome to my IFE when she's doing her artist's pages at the end of the day. Um, and I think that would inspire her to write four award-winning short stories and invent the next poop back and forth forever. Beautiful. I guess I just, I, I feel like it's, so, so it's sort of, it's, it's a passive approach to life, but it's an inviting approach is what we're saying. Yeah, because it's good. It's just a way to get comfortable with what's going on, whether it's good or bad, you're just doing your thing. This is where you're at. You're at where you're at. It's 2022. Some things are fucked. Maybe some things are getting better. You're not trying Welcome to hide to what it no. is. You're not no. trying to dress it up. You're doing your fucking thing. Welcome yeah. to my life. Yeah. You're just fucking Big Daddy Kane in a rhyming dictionary. And honestly, honestly, you're not scared to fuck it up and get it wrong. You're leaving letters out of things. You're still inviting people in. <laughs> sure. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have to spell it with an apostrophe even. People know what's there. You don't have to. They know something's implied. Yeah. Guys, yeah. the the cat has settled down on my lap. Mm-hmm. Do you think while we do the rest of the podcast, I can clip her nails? No, <laughs> absolutely not. I think Let's I can. Do you, have, do you have a nail clipper? We'll I do. I have a nail clipper. I have them on the couch <laughs> for when she sits down. We'll find out when we come back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. You can't do a it. A bug right, you know what bug's saying right now, Eliza? Welcome, Welcome to, to my It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy. Detective. Guess what I got? Okay, well, first of all, every episode of Jordan Jesse Go supported by the members of Maximum Fun. So thank you, members of Maximum Fun. We're very grateful to you. In fact, to salute you, I whistle with my new acorn whistle that I got. It's shaped like an acorn, folks. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, We also acorn salute our friends at Raycon. Jordan, guess what I got my wife for Christmas? Oh gosh! Um, an acorn whistle, a sex, a sex pillow. Oh. Um, no, the I we got 
uh, I she wanted some she wanted some wireless earbuds to use with her telephone. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what kind of telephone she has, but there's a lot of information on it from the internet. Okay, that's the and it's a phone, so I don't know if that helps. Yeah, she has a razor. <laughs> she's got a Motorola razor phone, and um, she's on a she's on Nokia. Um, so anyway, uh, I got my wife some of these Raycon ear earbuds. What's nice about these buds, my wife likes to go out for a jog or a stroll. They got those different size earplugs. Oh yeah. So she can get the perfect fit on these Raycons. And you know, what was great for me, for her, it's great, perfect fit, high ear quality, which is what they call how good a headphone is sounding ear quality. Yeah, Ear quality. Sure. Um, for me, affordable. I don't want to spend a bunch of money on my wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the, uh, those Raycon everyday earbuds, I have a pair myself and I love them. Uh, I'm out there running, I'm out there strolling and I always have those Raycons in. They're, they're great. Um, I'll tell you what's good about them. They stick in there so good. You can do any kind of, uh, shaking and baking yeah. when you have them in there. You could do the icky shuffle. Yeah. Icky shuffle, Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> yeah, the Mo the Mo and Curly shuffle or whatever that was called. Any kind of shuffle you want to do, those Raycons will stay in. You can dance to any novelty song from the 80s. You can da- dance to Rappin' Duke. Sure. <laughs> A Pac-Man <laughs> fever. <laughs> yeah. They'll Rappin' Rodney. Any Rappin' song. You can do and it's not gonna fall out because they got those, they got the ear quality. Right now, Jordan Jesse Go listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash JJGo. That's buyraycon.com slash JJGo to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash JJGo. Taha, taha from the, the song Rappin' Duke Jordan. Our show is also brought to you by Stitch Fix. Um, Jordan, what happens when a problem comes along? You must stitch it. Yeah, that's right. Stitch Fix is back, baby. It's the service that simplifies online shopping for clothing. Uh, Whether you are my children uh, who need clothes literally every day, uh, whether you're me or uh, Jordan, um, Stitch Fix has personal people that will shop for your clothes based on your preferences, and they send to you, and you can send back whatever you don't like. Yeah, Stitch Fix is really awesome. They have a personal stylist. They kind of get to know you. You send them, you know, some stuff you're looking for, some situations you might find yourself in where you'll need to be clothed, uh-huh. and uh, they send you a box of great stuff, and you try it on. Uh, if you like it, you keep it. If you don't, you send it back. It is a cool system. Uh, they always send great stuff. Uh, I love using Stitch Fix. And uh, hey, if you're you're looking for a way to shop, uh, you know where you're not, uh, you know, going out to malls and stores, Stitch Fix is a uh, great alternative. Uh, you can do it all from home. Uh, do it all online. It is awesome. Uh, they got workout stuff. They have office stuff. They have going out stuff. Shoes. I got a great pair of shoes from Stitch Fix. No. Uh, I am loyal to a particular sneaker brand, so I don't I don't entertain other sneakers that often. But right. Stitch Fix sent me these shoes that were outside my purview. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm loving them. I, I never thought I would switch sneakers, but uh, this is literally the first non Heelys that Jordan has worn in the yes. last 20 years. I'm an LA Lights man. <laughs> <laughs> LA Lights on my feet, LA looks in my hair. Um, no stitch fix uh stitch fix is a really cool service you should definitely give it a shot whether you're looking for a brand you love or to try a new one at stitch fix freestyle you can shop over a thousand brands and styles personalized to your size and fit get started today by filling out your style quiz at stitchfix.com slash jjgo that's stitchfix.com slash jjgo to try stitch fix freestyle stitchfix.com slash jjgo it's jordan jessica i'm jesse thorne america's radio sweetheart uh jordan morris boy detective eliza skinner clankety car there it is. You know, yeah, the, gave the that's people the what they wanted. Fave. Greatest of all time. <laughs> do the line, Bart. Just do the line. <laughs> Can I admit something? Can I admit something to you guys? Yes. You know how the well, when I was doing that Boba Fett list, right? right I sort of ran out of stuff that was directly related to Boba Fett, like it what? rhymed with that, wow. or was about a robot suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how they say, "Write what you know." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My college nickname was Mr. Soft Dick. Aww. Well, it's just so great to see the process. I just, mm-hmm. I'm a process nerd. And yeah. I just love knowing that stuff, you know, taking. You're all about the art of the process, Ted Leo. Sure. Yeah. And it's also fun, like, that the amount, knowing just like the amount of intrinsic respect that you got, you know, that you were, you're a Mr. Soft Dick. Right. Not just like <laughs> Jesse <And> Soft Dick. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I would say, come on, Mr. Soft Dick was my father. Right. Call me micropenis. <laughs> <laughs> Call me flaccid. <laughs> uh, so something that we have been talking about lately on the program is when someone encounters media in an entirely inappropriate context. Brian has received a call on this subject. That's our producer, Brian. He gives out a cell phone number on the show, which is 206-984-4-FUN. Um, so call Brian and share your the thing with him. Also, oh, not your pics. soft dick. That is not what he means when he says <laughs> yeah. share your thing with them, correct? No, send that to Brian on FetLife. Brian's doing his famous dance. Oh, he's going to win the dance contest against the Red Baron. Um, so, uh, <laughs> And then get weirdly religious at a certain point. <laughs> and in a way that's a little jarring now. The shepherds all stopped and looked to the star who mooned them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I had nothing there. I thought I was going to run into something. It's but okay. I didn't. It's okay. Uh, it Not no really any fact, jokes in peanuts know. either. Um, peanuts is basically just about a man who's sad and draws a little sad man. Well, he's he was very angry a lot. Also, you know, Lucy was mm. based on his his wife that he was divorcing as he was 
writing a lot of it. <laughs> wow, really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> get, get into shit. the backstory. Get into the Charles Schultz backstory. Oh, it gets boy. sadder. <laughs> the boss of the and Charles Schultz Museum is a Max Fund member. We should we should get him on here with the top ten things Charles Schultz was maddest about. Yeah. It's not just a lot of people think it's just the 1962 World Series, but there's much more. <laughs> the creator of Kathy was actually getting a divorce from a swimsuit season. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that was that was what. Uh... And the creator of the Family Circus was actually getting a divorce from being funny. <laughs> uh, actually, no, I asked Bill Keen that and he said, what? Not me. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, their anyway, house was haunted. The... They had ghosts in their house. Yeah, there was a that was a child. That was a child that they could it had only just been born and they didn't even have time to name it. That's why it's called Not Me. Right. Um they right. were like, What's the name of your baby? Uh, mom's miscarriage. Yeah, and the mom is like, I don't know, it's not me. Um no. this is like one of those really intense Victorian novels. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're describing? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that is family circus. Family circus is a sort of yellow wallpaper type situation. Yeah, yeah, all those children are kept in the attic whenever a company comes over. Uh, 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org if you're trapped in an attic uh, or if you have inappropriate media stories to share with us like this one. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guest. My name is Sarah. I am calling with an inappropriate media exposure um, haven't heard this one on this show yet, so it's a little bit unique, I guess. Um, not to toot my own horn, but when I was in fifth grade, my parents had dial-up internet, mm-hmm. and my two friends and I were obsessed with cats, and we wanted to start a cattery, um, and we were really into sphinx cats, you know, the, the naked cats. Um, and there was a sphinx cattery in England called Bear Bob's Sphinx Cattery, and I was using the internet. Can you pause this? Is this where, can I ask you, Brian, is this where FetLife came from? <laughs> yeah. This is, we all see where this is going. Yeah. And I was using the internet unsupervised with my two best friends for the first time. And instead of going to bearbodsthinkscattery.com, I went to bearbods.com. Uh, and this was in the age of pop-ups. So... My entire computer screen was just immediately littered with pop-ups. Um, we were all screaming. My dad came into the room. My mom had to call my friend's moms and explain to them that I had just exposed their children to uh, strange internet pornography. So I'm totally normal now, though. It's it's fine. So thanks, guys. This exact same thing happened to me when I was a kid. I was into uh, dachshunds. Uh-huh. I wanted to go to longsloppywieners.com. <laughs> right. You mean longsloppywienerdogs.com. Yeah, I yeah. that was the mistake. That yeah. was the mistake. I sh- yeah, I know yeah. that now, Eliza. Well, that see, I should have put. The weird thing is this actually you're making a joke, but this did actually happen a very similar thing happened to me with the same breed of cats. I was really into them and there was this website um called uh 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 hairless bear pussycats um and i forgot the cats part um this happened to me too i was into uh cuckold vids (laughs) (laughs) where the husband 
the husband is being humiliated right. by a man who's they don't have to be married. Wife. They could just be a couple. Okay. That's partner. True. They the could partner. be good friends. <laughs> <laughs> went to college together or something. <laughs> yeah. One time this dude fucked Brian in front of me and Brian <laughs> kept turning to me and saying like, oh, you can never befriend me like this. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> what is fucking but the ultimate friendship? Yeah. <laughs> Could that be the, the slogan for the year? <laughs> oh, yeah. A new slogan. <laughs> what can I say, guys? That's welcome to my life. <laughs> All right, uh, 206-9844-FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. You can just make a voice memo and and just, you just hit the little arrow button that sends it somewhere. Send it to JJGO at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. Are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety? Do you quake uncontrollably, even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares, only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO, news overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, Dave Holmes for two, two, two doses of Troubled Waters a month. The cure for your news overload. Available on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. La, 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 la. Hi, I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And I'm Laura House. And we're the hosts of Tiny Victories. My tiny victory is that I sewed that button back on the day after it broke. We talk about that little thing that you did that's a big deal to you, but nobody else cares. Did you get that Guggenheim Genius Award? We don't want to hear from you. We want little bitty tiny victories. My tiny victory is a tattoo that I added onto this past weekend. Let's talk about it. My victory is that I'm one year cancer free, but my tiny victory is that I took all of the cushions off the couch, pounded them out, put them back, and it looks so great. So if you're like us and you want to celebrate the tiny achievements of ordinary people, listen to Tiny Victories. It's on every Monday on Maximum Fun. Oh, it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris about to clip the third cat nail. Oh, do you think I'm going to do it? Can he do it? Yes. He did it, folks. Eliza Skinner. Four. Clankety car. Oh, fucking legendary nickname. Five. She's annoyed. Legendary. I did. I. I just. Uh, I just remembered the the Ink Masters thing that is actually fun what? for everybody. That. Okay, so uh, a fun thing to do is play the Ink Masters mm-hmm. theme song, and then try to name all the just make up names of contestants that would be on the show mm-hmm. over it. Um, like the opening credits of it, like the opening credits oh, yeah. is that let's, like riff, let's try it. and then it's like tattoo baby, clean rock one, dibbity, <laughs> you know, like all these like super <laughs> rule of threes. Well, right, okay, guys? I wasn't ready for that, but you can see why it's a difficult game because you have to yeah. keep thinking.
that's a fun game. Pig, pig, grown up pig pen, scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I tell you? Ones and twos, turntable, <laughs> the glue. Eliza, can I tell you the one that I thought of just because I think it might help you feel better? Like when, after I made okay. fun of you for saying dippity do, I thought of one in my head and it was Ink Master. <laughs> That's See? what I thought of Ink Master. And, <laughs> That's called going And I a got to, to dippity do. Yeah. And I got. <laughs> I got to dippity do after like many rounds of this entertaining a 12 year old in a car on the way to Target. <laughs> so I was looking, hey, I was just looking for a way to get I've to one in the Ink Master, two in the Stink Master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's got to be. Is there a porn parody called Pink Master someplace? There should there's be, right? There's got to be. There's got to be. <laughs> uh, Eliza Skinner, not. you can find her. You can find her on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, a great presence on on both of those social media platforms. Uh, hit her up on FetLife, um, FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> no, don't just she's spoken for her friends. She's already got a board game buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I got an album that you could buy if you didn't already. I forgot about that. Go buy Eliza Skinner's fucking album. Don't be a dipshit. <laughs> regarding my lovers that's it i know it because it is the it's the last album i bought so it is also it is always like when i turn on my like music it always comes up and i always love it too i i it's it's great the stand-up's great the music is hilarious and it's also good music yeah thank you the next time i do an album i should have a track on it called (laughs) a a a you're in your car music's playing (laughs) So that when you get in your car and yeah. it automatically connects. <laughs> My plays car plays uh, an Erica Badu song and uh, it really is like a best case scenario. And I'm really scared to change anything about the music on my phone in case it switches to uh, a, a bad song. Yeah, mine plays ACDC, the song about the bisexual train from Starlight <laughs> Express. Sure. I mean, you definitely made that up just now, but... Uh... <laughs> no, that is a true thing. If you know anything... ACDC, it's okay by me. I can switch and change my frequency, which... Eliza, just for folks at home who can't see Eliza, she did a train dance. Uh, our producer on the program Brian Sunny D. Fernandez Valerie Moffat on the live stream Um, our theme music Love You by The Free Design courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records you can find Jordan and me on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne we're also on Instagram uh, where you can follow us as well Uh, uh, what can I say welcome to my life We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.